One, two, testicles. My check, my check, my check. What's up, big dog? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, everybody. Welcome back to Paranoid Radio Podcast, the best show with the best content for the best listeners. I am your humble host, Troubles Garcia. And joining me in the one and two is the best co-host in the motherfucking planet. Wicked, wicked, big tank. Salute, salute. Salute, salute, big daddy. How you doing? What's shaking today, big dog? It's shaking, dog. The beautiful fucking weather. Great fucking news. Interviews lined up for big daddy over here. You know, hey, we got hey, shit hey. to He's do. He's blossoming from everywhere we can see. What the fuck are you trying to say, dog? <laughs> hey, four, I just got off the floor doing my push-ups. What did you do today? Did you did you do some push-ups or did you do some fucking sit, sit-ups? Hey, fool, I don't know how the fuck you doing those push-ups, big dog, but instead of pushing in, fool, they're pushing out, big daddy. Yeah, yeah. like, fool, I'm going to tell you something, dog. You're a bitch. <laughs> you're a shit-talking degree master and you're a fucking bitch. Hey, fool, <laughs> all I'm saying is when I met you, you had bees, and now they're going, those bitches going to double bees, big dog. All right, fool? Uh, Pretty dog. soon, too. Sooner or later, I'm gonna take to take you to fucking, uh, fucking Victoria's Secret to get you matched up, right? I got you know my I mean? honey. I got my honey on deck like bees. <laughs> no, that's not. That's no. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this amazing episode. It's another classic episode with the big homie, Big Tank. You know what's up. We have so much to talk to you about. But right before we do all of that, it's the mid-month report review from Flash. So, Flash, take it away. Well, 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 it looks like all the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, that we've been talking about here about Ukraine and Zelensky have all turned out to be 100% fact. And one of the ways we know that is this most recent leak by the 21-year-old Air National Guardsman, Teixeira, first class National Guardsman, uh, Air National Guard. He supposedly had access to top secret compartmentalized information and had the hard copies of this information and put it out on a Discord channel, which is a gamer chat group, essentially. And so many things are wrong with this story. Um, you know, no way an Air National Guardsman, 21-year-old first class, would have hard copy access to top secret compartmentalized information, right? Just absolutely no way. And Cash Patel confirmed that. Um, the old, was the prior Secretary of Defense um, Chief of Staff. So he would know, obviously under the Trump administration. So, um, obviously, this leak is deeper than just this kid. You know, maybe we'll find out, maybe we won't. But what's more important and what the media is completely ignoring, because watching the media actually protect the government and go after a whistleblower, which essentially what this kid is, is very telling about the state of our media and the state of our country right now. Um, just look at Julian Assange, too. You know, how, how we treat these people. Snowden, similar situation. So, now... They want us to believe that this young kid had access to this information and he did this on, on his own. I don't believe it for a second. But what's more important is the substance of the leak, not who leaked it. Because in these documents, 
it lays out perfectly exactly what we've been saying about Russia and Ukraine, about how our government and Joe Biden have been lying their fucking asses off since day one, that they wanted to get us into a hot war with Russia, and now we find out that we actually have troops on the ground in Ukraine. Okay, fighting a hot war with Russia without congressional approval, which is an impeachable offense and is an act of war. So, why are we protecting Ukraine this much? Why are we risking World War III to protect little old Ukraine who's not a part of NATO, who is not officially an ally, who has no strategic or national security interest for the United States of America? Why are we protecting it so much and risking so much? Well, that's because Ukraine is filled with United States-funded and operated biolabs. Now, this was admitted under oath by the uh, Secretary of State, uh, uh, Victoria Newland is her name. She's not the Secretary of State. She works in the State Department. I think she's the Deputy Secretary. And she admitted this under oath, that yes, the CIA has biolabs there. Now, they said they're for defense purposes, but that's just ridiculous. The United States doesn't work in defense. We work on offense. We export our insanity all over the place, and we do whatever we have to in order to do that. And our country protects secrets better than any other, or they try to anyway. So knowing this information, Putin knows that we have biolabs there. This was what the whole reason he went into Ukraine for, because Ukraine threatened to join NATO, and Russia said, absolutely not. We don't trust you. That would be like China putting troops on Mexico. Our government would feel a little uncomfortable about that too. So Putin went in there on a military operation directly going for the biolabs. That's what sent our country going nuts and the deep state in our country because it is my firm belief that the deep state used Ukraine and that's where COVID-19 was actually created and maybe it was taken to Wuhan and released there just to blame it on China to distract from its true intentions. Because if you think about it, Xi Jinping and Trump were making a lot of good trade deals right before COVID hit. The relations with China and Trump were actually improving. We were making huge, huge trade deals, taking in hundreds of billions of dollars in tariffs for the first time ever. The deep state didn't like that. They don't want a strong China and a strong U.S. relations. They want China as the bad guy, as the boogeyman. The same with Russia. Trump was making great headway with Russia. The deep state didn't like that. COVID-19 was a perfect way to reassemble the geopolitical order and throw everything off. All of the progress that was made in the Middle East, all of this. Now look, Saudi Arabia is moving away from us, joining with Iran. The BRICS nations are coming together and leaving us out in the cold like a red-headed stepchild. You got African leaders literally calling out the U.S. for the insanity that we've been pushing around the world. Okay, they are literally calling us crazy. And now they're working with China and Russia because China and Russia are talking about the important things like how to shore up their national security in Africa, how to trade resources, how to get off the U.S. dollar. And now that these countries are getting off the U.S. dollar, they have a little bit more wiggle room to say what they really feel about the United States because now we can't hold them hostage with sanctions. This is what's so important. Now, on its face, it looks like it's really bad for us and that, you know, things are going really, really bad. Yeah, they are in a way. But also, this is exactly what needs to happen for us to go where we want to go. In order for us to gut the deep state out of our system, we need the world leaders to stand up and call it out on the world stage. Because it's not gonna, it doesn't always have to come from the American people. A lot of us are still asleep, and that's okay. But these world leaders are waking up. And now that they're able to speak up, they are. And now you can say what you want about 
countries like Russia, but Russia is a Christian nation. They believe in God. They want what's best for the world. I truly believe that. If you listen to Putin's speeches, he lays it all out. Exactly what's going on in America with the LGBTQ push and the trans agenda with the children, the satanic elements of Hollywood, all of it. They know what's going on. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Now let's move forward with Trump and the indictments and all the ridiculous bullshit that's going on with him. Obviously, we know it's ridiculous. Okay, Alvin Bragg, one of the worst DAs in the country, Soros-backed. He's a Soros puppet, and that's what this comes down to. This is how scared they are of Trump. They're willing to break every single rule there is in order to take him down. But what they don't realize what they're doing is that they are setting the precedent that a local DA in any state can indict a former president on literal paper crimes for filing paper wrong or for paying somebody off not to say something. That is how politics work. If that's the precedent we're going to set, whew, man, if I was any Democrat out there, elected official, former president, I'd be real nervous because now all we need is one DA, local DA with a backbone, one MAGA Republican out there willing to do the investigations. And not only that, We can now open source investigations. So if you get one of these DAs that want to open source the information that citizens can bring in evidence to produce, then we can start doing that too because we all know how much evidence we all have about the corruption of the deep state and the globalist Democrat Uniparty. So we're going to see where this goes. But patience, because it's going to work out. I truly believe there is a plan in place. And I truly believe that plan is being implemented. Now, that's not to say there's some ups and downs and things don't get thrown off course. Of course, we are fighting a system that has enslaved us for generations. It was never going to be easy. It was never going to be pretty. Patience is a virtue. But so is persistence. Godspeed. What the fuck? And that was a one-shot kill. And I am so proud of Flash for doing that shit. Like I said, I keep mentioning to him that he should start his own fucking podcast. And maybe all of you guys should start listening to his shit. He has some deep month, deep state report every single fucking month, two times a, a month on our show, the beginning of the month, and in the middle of the show as well. Now for the main topic, the main course meal with Big Tank. Big Tank joined me today. And this is a topic that you guys wanted us to fucking do. It's a very interesting topic. I had a lot of fun doing the research. As a matter of fact, Fact, Big Tank laid down some fucking theories on theories on a theory about the whole situation with the Spear of Destiny, the Holy Lands. Right before all of that, please allow me to jump in from deep into the pool and set the fucking mood and do the introduction. Ready? Well, before <laughs> you do that, today we are sponsored by Paranoid Radio. That's right. And guys, guys, we have our longest running sponsor in the fucking house, the Cunado's Bullies. Cunado's Bullies is the fucking <laughs> brand new, fresh off the fucking lot, dog bully breeder. He has all types of fucking dogs. He got poodles, he got chihuahuas, he got Frenchies, he got the <laughs> shittiest, and she got the ugliest, and sometimes the fucking funniest dogs in the fucking market today. Los Cunado's Bullies <laughs> is found in San Gabriel Valley and founded in the city of El Monte, coming down street from the hood with all the hood dogs for all you hood niggas that is right make sure you stay together and listen to all the new updates on the new puppies and the dogs in heat from los cuñados bullies all day baby hey that was yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir (laughs) one of my official stud my main dog he's out here look at that if you don't like that quality ain't nothing wrong with it 
<laughs> Los cuñados bullies is a fucking badass. So big time for the people that don't know big tank is because hey, we, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. I was talking about you. Oh, you're talking about you me? Like, oh, <laughs> you might talk about this. Woo! ladies and gentlemen, uh big tank. They're gonna think the UK dog has the dog sy- down syndrome. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Uh Big Tank started he became a dog breeder and he has a couple of dogs, a couple of female dogs, and he is getting ready for the season. And the, he has uh worked out with me uh in a sponsorship trade with me. He's not only gonna be giving me his time, but also be paying for promotion on the show for Los Cuñados Bullies. So right now we don't have an official endorsement with him yet, but I need you guys to follow him and follow his new fucking uh, adventure. It's called his new business trade. It's called Los Cuñados Bullies on instagram los underscore cuñados underscore bullies on instagram make sure you check them out guys and get ready to buy you know what the hardest dog in the market right now is a fucking frenchie and this is not a dog fucking show but i must say his dogs are fucking pretty they're playful and they're very very nice to be around kids so very kid friendly very family oriented type of dog so make sure you check them out like guys los cuñados bullies this is not the official commercial but let's fucking get it ready and let you guys know what we're already going to start speaking on love 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 appreciate it Let's get it, big dog. Let's jump. Let's jump off the deep end of the pool. Let's get it, big dog. Check this out. It's behind, deep. behind a thin pane of glass in ancient cathedrals and museums, there's a lance that pierced the side of a living god. From the hole that it punctured comes forth spilled water, wine, and blood. It is among the holiest relics in the planet, a symbol of power in war, a symbol of, of reign and legacy of rulers, and a symbol of collapse for empires and nations. Perhaps it has been introduced. Perhaps the spear is now attached and stitched into your life, into what you worship most, giving power to a new ruler or an assembly of quiet rulers. The movie Constantine depicts the relic as a possessed by a possessed thing by a visible evil demon. But perhaps the demon isn't isn't a horned figured one. Instead, it is greed, power, and lust over people, and through that, the thirst of blood and souls. Welcome to the Spear of Destiny. Intro, big yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so there's a lot of historical we, value here, so we're yes, gonna have to go yes. through that too as well. Okay. So let's start off. What is the spirit of destiny? What the yes. fuck are we talking about? You might be thinking a toothpick. You might be thinking something else. Officially, officially, the spirit of destiny that we are talking about is the one that punctured Christ to make sure if he was alive or dead. The one yes. that they actually show in every single crucifix that you see, you will see Jesus with a slight gash right here. Yep. The only identifiable marking besides the bleeding from his head. He didn't, they don't show anything else. They show no more bruising, nothing else oh, was ever depicted. And the fucking nails I got that, that stabbed his fucking head and feet. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So that's the exact one that we're talking about. And we're going to dive deep into everything, whether it be beliefs, whether it be theories, whether it be it's showing through truth through movies, per se. So, Without any further ado, let's jump right into it. So, all right, dog. As we all know, the first owner, the first owner, like you said, was the guy that speared God. His name is Longinus, the soldier that stabbed Jesus. Upon stabbing him, the blood dripped on the spear and it splashed on his face, curing his eye. Later on, he became a saint in the canon story of Jesus Christ. Think about that. Even the man that stabbed Jesus found redemption through Satanhood. Fucking trippy the fuck out. And one of his broken eyes was healed because of the blood of Jesus Christ spilling on his face. Then the spear was found by the Jews in the Jewish revolt. I'm going to call them the Jewish crusades, let's just say, right? After the purge of Jerusalem by the Greco-Roman Empire in the early 100s or 300 AD, the already developed Catholic Church and the sole survivor, because the Catholic Church is the only survivor from the Jesus minority followers back then, right? <clears throat> found the spear. Mm-hmm. 
until Constantine came through with it. So Constantine looking for the fear, for the, for the spear, Constantine found also the nails that pierced God's hands and feet. Okay, so Constantine said, said to have found all the relics. He built his crown off the fucking nails of the spear and, in, and he built Constantinople, calling Constantinople the new capital of the Holy Catholic Roman Church. Hence, formed he formed the new influential power empire using the symbol, symbol formerly owned globally as power, which was the cross that survived that fucking that empire survived for a thousand fucking years. Now, for the next thousand years, the Holy Lands was passed around through great wars and great power of Europe. Each German king and emperor broke pieces of the lance and then made lances off the pieces. The Armenian Empire had one. The Persians had one. Uh, again, the Germans had one. Even the Russians had one. The French had one. So a lot. So off the spear, allegedly, they broke little pieces and off the nails, they broke little pieces and made new weapons off them. Given, you know, given the fact that now they're being passed around a lot of holy relics and also fake ones. <laughs> yes. A oh, thousand and ten percent. There's but been what, countless people that have said they have owned it at one point. What did they do to them, bro? Okay. So as far as we know, let's actually dive deep why it's so special or mm -hmm. possibilities why it could be so special mm -hmm. a lot of people have said that it's special because it was engraved with the blood of jesus when he yeah. got punctured which is what gave it that basically great power that it holds mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you guys another theory before we dive into that there uh -huh. is a belief as we all know when christianity was taken over it was definitely fighting with a lot of um, I guess you could say other religions. I'm not gonna uh -huh. dive too deep into the it. But a lot Jews. of other, exactly, <laughs> Muslim Jews and even pagans at that point. Mm -hmm. There was still a lot of pagans going on, especially in Egypt. I mean, mm -hmm. we saw the downfall. We saw the downfall of it. Mm -hmm. So you have to wonder what exactly is the real origin of it. Could it just been a normal spirit that just got huh. indulged in the blood of Christ, or okay. is there something even more special about it? So one theory that I was bouncing on with troubles that I happen to find mm -hmm. is we all know the God of War is Ares. Mm -hmm. That's something that has been countless depicted throughout North mythology, throughout yes. Greek mythology. There's only been very few actually holding that title, mm -hmm. holding the title of the God of War. When we think of war, what do we think? We Weapons. think of two swords clashing. Mm -hmm. That's the main depiction. Two swords clashing back and forth. So Mm -hmm. Ares has never officially been depicted with a sword. Mm -hmm. He's always held his javelin, his lance. That's okay. always been his main thing. So, mm -hmm. as we all know, the devil was, according to the Bible, mm -hmm. the devil Lucifer, was, which was an angel sent down. Mm -hmm. That he was banished down to the underground, quote unquote. You could also, in a way, say Hades. Mm -hmm. Not to say that it's all connected. You really have to dive deep and believe into this if you're going to go down this rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. But it is said that the javelin or lance, mm -hmm. however you want to put it, was actually sent by the old gods, the pagans, as a sign of the disrespect that they had occurred. Remember, we've got Christianity is the only religion has, that has officially lasted this long. So you're With, saying quote, you're saying unquote, before proof. the lance existed before Jesus Christ, which it did because it stabbed Jesus, right? But I'm, yes, you're talking yes. about you're talking about ages before Jesus Christ, generations and generations through civilization to civilization. So you're saying that the fucking lance 
has a deeper meaning. Just It's not just this thing that stabbed God, but it was also something that was used before. It's been a relic before. It's been a power relic since a long time. Which is why they were able to kill God. This yes. makes a lot of sense. This okay. makes a lot of fucking sense. You okay. have to really believe in it. You have to really believe in it. I mean, you mm -hmm. have to really just fall into the whole idea of it. You have to remember. I mean, what's the, what's the best way for something to start by taking something old, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what Jesus did. Believe it or not, it sounds really nice. I'm uh -huh. bickable. Jesus walking around and telling people, look, this I'm is the real religion. God. Follow this. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. But look at it from another point of view. If you look at it in today's sense, I mean, somebody comes to you, hey, come and work for me. Technically, they're poaching you, right? Yeah. How would your employer feel if he actually found out that somebody's going to the job? Hey, no, no, no. Come work for right. me. Same thing. Better pay. Right. And exactly. they do anything to keep the power. Exactly. Exactly. You have to remember with the whole A lot movement. of the times. Uh -huh. A lot of the times the way they keep their power is by reforming the power, kind of like how the Catholic Church reformed their power because they lost their power after the Crusades and they fucking killed the Knights Templar. So they reformed and then now you have all these new reformed doctrines under the umbrella of Christianism. So that's the only way they were able to maintain power. So what you're saying is the fucking lance probably was a lance, probably was a, a fucking shield back then. But the point is it was reformed and reused to retransform humanity in belief. Wow, that's deep. That's fucking deep. So let me so go for it. Go for you have you have to remember that I now use a popular movie today. Remember, there are certain weapons for certain individuals. Look mm -hmm. at the how do you call it? Avengers. Okay. Okay. When Thor needs a new hammer, when he needs a new weapon, he went to Jotunheim to build a new god Thor killing machine. Mm -hmm. Okay. They aren't interested into everybody. If not, everybody would have one. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. He has to make certain things for the guy. The giant has to make certain things for certain people, certain different okay. ways uh -huh. and everything. So yeah. could it be impossible that maybe a lot of things that we're searching for are ex just the same thing? For example, Re now, just read that. <clears throat> Let's use the the one of the holy one of the holy grail. Let's use mm -hmm. the holy grail. Mm -hmm. If it truly is a cup or depending on the Da Vinci, however you want to think about it. Uh -huh. But can you imagine the cup being broken down and coincidentally being melted into certain artifacts, certain yeah. artifacts? That's what happened. I don't know if you've seen the movie um, Jack and the Giant Beanstalk. The, the most human one, I think it's 2014 when it came out. The guy from Warm, Warm Bodies <laughs> comes out. He, the, it was a ring that controlled, a human ring that controlled the giants. Whoever wore the ring would control the giant, the giant uh, city, giant, the giants, right? The fucking civilization, yes. the fucking people, yes. the people giant. So he, the, the ring was so huge. By the time he got to him, it was the size of a fucking crown. So he wore it into a crown. Later down in that movie, the fucking, the, the ring gets depicted as a crown that the fucking, the, Brit the British monarchs wore. I mean, the English monarchs wore right before the uniting, the uniting of the kingdom. And now it's in a fucking behind a pane of glass in a fucking museum as a relic, as a crown. But people see it as a crown when originally it was a ring that controlled giants. You know what? So, <clears throat> go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Finish no, no, no. So I, I like the way you're putting I like I like the way you're putting that out because a lot of things can just be put out. I mean, who's to know that the presidential, the presidential uh, buttons or even the, uh, how do you call it, the cuffs? They're all they relics. 
Wow. Who's to say they're not? Who's to say they're not? Or oh, the mean, little American shoot. American flag pin that every president wears. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, who's to say it's not? Who's to say, or shit? I mean, I'll give you a better one. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that the new key or something can't be a piece of relic? A relic to control higher power. You know what? Uh, now that you're saying about controlling other power, I'm going to go back into the historical value points and I'm going to bring some more facts onto this because I like to bring historical facts. I did a lot of historical views, I mean, deep dives on this shit. Genghis Khan, Vladimir Paler, a.k.a. Dracula, Muslims, Turks, the Byzantines, Charlemagne, Napoleon Dynamite, not the movie guy, Napoleon the fucking con- conqueror, the little short guy midget, and the Habsburg family in Northern Europe all wielded the or pieces of the Holy Lands. Check this out. After the reformation of the church and the fall of the Catholic Rome, Nations and kings rose from the ashes, right? After skirmishes and battles, castles and kings married and interwined families and city kingdoms. Check this out. This brought forth nations and flags and battles of nations like France, England, Poland, and Germany, and Russia. Each kingdom ruled by a family member of a family member. By World War One, Germany, France, and Russia were owned by brothers and cousins, dog. This is fact. Go look it up. The, I believe each, it. each of them had a family house. Each, I don't know if you've seen John Wick. There's family houses that have like like deep crests and shit each of the family house had 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 their own family crest royal treasury knighted warriors battle hardened guards castles mansions manners dukes lords secret societies cults magic and holy relics see what i'm saying right enter hitler remember the emperor that fucking founded the name germany for the german empire was uh, uh was charles the third after that the first Reich, the second Reich came in, and then the third Reich. In 1938, Hitler claimed the power for himself, and then he annexed Austria. So he was an extreme fanatic of Charles, extreme fanatic of the emperors before him that were also part family members to him for the first and second Reich. By the time Hitler brought up the third Reich, he did something that no other emperor in any other civilization had ever done to the to the to a level. Every other okay, so so every emperor did this, but not to the level that he did it because none of them had the power he had. Hitler and had Hendrik Himmler. Hendrik Himmler is a fucking world-renowned SS fucking uh, uh, soldier, full fucking uh, officer. He founded the Anunnaki. So the Anunnaki is a registered study group for primordial intellectual history he owned think, think about this hitler owned three-fourths of the world's landmass through the axis powers right japan yeah. italy and everything else japan had it had asia he had um germany and in parts of africa he had three three-fourths of the world power bro and south south america then hitler yes. had access to the best archaeologists the best european scientists asian forests temples and researchers and resources to conduct the worldwide relic hunt he was obsessed with holding the jewels of God, a.k.a. the relics, rather than winning the war with Russia. His biggest Agreed. opponent at that point was Russia. <clears throat> Agreed. Okay, so as far as we could tell, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the best example so you could understand mm-hmm. the power of greatness that could have been probably bestowed beside on the artifact. Yeah. So if you guys haven't, it's a really famous, real comical movie called Tenacious D. Okay. okay, one uh-huh. of the, one of the best showings of Jack Black, his actual playing skills. I enjoyed Funny, that movie. Just... <laughs> definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, shit. Mm-hmm. So if you guys remember, they basically find out that the pick of destiny has been used by all the great musicians. Okay, and that's how they've been able to stay so great while they were 
able to high reach these high climaxes of fame and power throughout. Yes. Robert so, Johnson, if, Jimi Hendrix, and himself. Yep. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you put that into perspective, the pick has been moved. Think of the pick being the spear moving and actually gaining, in this case, instead of fame, gaining power. Wait, wait, wait. Gaining power and giving power to whoever wields it. Yes. Ah, okay, so <clears throat> put it put it into put it into perspective. You're saying the pick of destiny was kind of like a offshore of the real story of the spear of destiny. Yes. Yes. Get the fuck. So, so do you, would you say that the pick of destiny is telling you the message where maybe the spear of destiny is still around, and maybe the spear of destiny is maybe stitched into your life in your face, not just as a spear of destiny, a fucking symbol of war, but instead the spear of destiny it represents now a symbol through music or entertainment, where we are now controlled. And whoever wields it controls us by using it in music or in the news or whatever it might be, car. whatever it might be. I mean, because you have to remember. Okay, so Napoleon had all these conquests where mm-hmm. he seemed to be outnumbered. Okay, and, and I'm at, up. Yes, and mm-hmm. they, so they praised him for being this strategic guy and everything. Don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure he might have been. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine going in and not being able to lose, not being able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a better one. The revolution, the revolutionary war. There's no way in hell we should have won it. No way in hell whatsoever. How the fuck? Did, what, how, it's 1776. How was it a fucking batch of farmers with no teeth, uneducated, inbred, <laughs> was able to yeah. fight off a whole monarchy? No, two yes. whole monarchies. Exactly. Then be able to fight the Spanish Empire too. Wow, that's intense. Okay, okay. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Uh huh. <laughs> the Ukraine and the Russian war. How is Ukraine holding them off? How are they pushing forward with nothing similar to what Russia has in military power? I'll give you this. You remember Scorpion King, the original? Yeah. With Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. The guy, Lebanon, the, 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 the leader of the fucking city, Destroys the Arcadians, destroys every other fucking culture through through war. And the only reason he's winning is because he has a witch that's a virgin. <laughs> Before the rock came and put his fucking massive Samoan dick in her, she was the fucking source of power for Lebanon. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. After he she... after he lost the witch, he couldn't foresee his future anymore. Then he lost his throne the day after she got fucked. Right now, let's put it into perspective. Let's just say her powers got out of him him and went into the sword or the fucking the 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 the, the, the boy and arrow of the rock it's just i mean hypothetically speaking here what entertainment has told us putting two pieces and two pieces together yes. and your theory of the reintroduction of power through a fucking artifact you get what i'm saying yes a that's thousand it. and ten percent i mean it's definitely something out there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. up to you if you want to believe it or not. Do your own research. If you guys don't believe us, do your own research. Find something else. Hit that common ground. I mean, it's definitely something out there, though. You know what, bro? Uh, Charlemagne, uh, Napoleon, and even Dracula, the Vladimir Paler, had, and even Charles III, had ancient paintings covered in gold saints, golden plated bones, skulls, crowns, robes, swords, shoes, chainmail, and the nails and the nails that pierced Jesus Christ's hands and feet, and even his thorn crown plated in gold as fucking relics after they fucking passed. And these still these 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 uh, chapels are still fi- found all over Europe. 
You know, yes. people believe the thing. I really honestly believe that the only reason that the fuck that these emperors had so much power was because they put so much faith into that fucking artifact like the u.s dollar the only way that the, the only reason the u.s dollar is so powerful now is because people believe that the u.s dollar has some sort of power but you take that power away and you take that belief away from the u.s dollar it'll collapse the cross check this out the cross for thousands of years the cross years the cross was the most unified and unraveled symbol of power until the u.s dollar symbol came out today the u.s dollar symbol is the equivalent power of that fucking cross. And once the US, US dollar collapsed, the introduction of a new symbol will come up, a new power, new artifact that will globally control the world. So putting into conjunction and putting a closure into your theory of the introduction of the artifact, the US dollar, the artifact is in every single dollar. And maybe yeah. not by piece, not the, not the piece, but maybe a symbol of it that represents yeah. that fucking spirit of destiny and unrivaled power. The Spear of Destiny, the Pick of Destiny, these are relevant, relevant fucking theories that you brought in together. Today, fool, it was you bringing the theories. That was, uh, I like that shit. It's just, just the fact alone that Napoleon was able to fight off many fucking trenches. The, the 1776 U.S. Revolution War against France, against fucking U.S., and then France joining the power and then helping us against the British, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of this puts to show that maybe dark magic was in different areas and landlines and obviously were you using not only magic but the power of relics agreed agreed i mean it's superstition it, it, i mean for example i'll give you another mm. good one if yeah. somebody believes something so much in it there is a chance it holds a power to somebody for example yeah. michael jordan wore his college shorts under his pants for a lot of seasons saying that it definitely would help him out especially in the playoff games he would wear his old because he hold he held that much power to it Get the fuck he out really of he really wow. did so wow. i mean could it be people believing in it that could affect it yeah definitely can the whole placebo effect we've seen it in people mm -hmm. oh to them drinking non-alcoholic beer but not telling them and them getting that drunk high that brain feeding them because they're saying they're getting drunk i mean the, it's definitely the strongest, possible the strongest yeah. power in the universe the strongest power in the universe is is it's it come down to four letter word for it's called love when you're in love you don't believe your wife is cheating on you. When you're in love, you don't care what people look, how you look or nothing as long as your family is doing well. When you're in love, you have so much faith in different things and nothing corrupts it, nothing stains it, nothing shakes it, right? You're in yeah. love. Love for that specific thing. So the love for, I want to say, let's just say the love for freedom or the love for a specific relic or a specific entity will make people do and do unfathomable things. <laughs> You know what right. I'm saying? Things that you will never it fucking definitely. believe. That's what I'm trying to. So, so I think you're you're onto something, dog. You're onto something. So maybe the spear of destiny isn't a really special relic. Maybe the spear of destiny is just a re legacy, the representation of how, what love and faith can really do. Damn. hundred percent. hundred percent. Anything's possible. Hey, like we said, we've said. I mean. We've only discovered 10, 14% of the of our human brain. And mm -hmm. if you want to look at Lucy, there's a bunch of things the brain can do or encourage yeah. you to do. So, I mean, why not? Definitely, Absolutely. why not, big dog?
This is the Spirit of Destiny, ladies and gentlemen. We brought historical facts, theorizing just like a classic paranormal radio podcast shows. You wanted this fucking show. And if we missed any facts, please DM us. Let us know. I was already expecting a couple people, Rico, the homies, letting us know, like, yo, you forgot to talk about this shit. We'll fucking keep reminding us and we'll bring it up on the next fucking episode. Shout outs to Rico. Shout outs to all our fucking main to V Beauty and everybody's fucking show holding it up for us. Fucking always. She just had a birthday this weekend. She had a birthday last weekend. She had a birthday. So massive birthday shout out to V Beauty. She's part of the show part of our fucking friend, our friend circle, and also one of our biggest supporters. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Big Tank, let them know where they can find you. Cunhal's you guys know that... <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the deal. Catch you at eknat.626, eknat.626. Go yeah. check out Los Cunhal's Bullies. Go check it out. Show me some love at Los LOS underscore Cunhado, C-U-N-A-D-O-S underscore Bullies, B-U-U... No, B-U-L-L-I-Z. That is Go right. Check Those it out. bullies on lock with the fucking fresh dog is on the block. <laughs> Woo! That's right. And this is Triples Garcia. Join us on ParanoRadio.com and you'll be able to find all the links to Los Cunhados Bullies also on our drop-down menu for links and special guests. Guys, make sure you keep subscribed. Stay tuned. Drop a fast review on Apple Podcast. Stay tuned to fucking Apple Music. I mean, uh, uh, Amazon Music, which we're now available on every fucking platform, mainstream platform. I'm so happy to say that, guys. And make sure to stay tuned for the next fucking uh, show. Thank you so much for everybody for being here. This is Paranoid Radio Podcast, ParanoidRadio.com. Peace out. Till next time.